0: hey family how you doing how was your day my day was pretty awesome and i pray yours was awesome too it is the beginning of a new month it is a new beginning of a new month it is the beginning of a new month why am i excited because i love new beginnings and we serve a god of new And we should be glorifying him for this new month. We woke up this morning, the activities of our limbs. We have a voice to speak, hands to raise and to clap and feet to stomp and give glory to the kingdom of God. Right. So we should be thankful for this newness that God is doing in spite of what's going on in your life. Be grateful. Be thankful. And that's what I want to talk to you about. The power of thanksgiving. I'm going to give you a few scriptures and then we're going to just chat a little bit. Psalms 104 says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Amen. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus amen first Thessalonians five eighteen. in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you not concerning Jesus concerning you Amen. Psalms 95, 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with Psalms. Amen. Hebrews 12:28. Therefore, since we received a kingdom which cannot be shaken or moved, let us show gratitude and offer to God a pleasing service with acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Amen to the word of God. Family, there is a power in being, thanks- being thankful. God is not requiring us to be thankful for his sake. It is for ours because we begin to line up with his word and we begin to line up with his spirit. I love the first one that I um, read out to you. Psalms 104 enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I don't know if you're familiar with the, um, the, the tabernacle and the, um, the court in which only the priest could enter in to petition before the people of God. And they made this tent and it was the gate. It was the outer court and it was the inner court. This scripture is saying that you can't even enter into his gate without having things given. Nevertheless, entering into the court, nevertheless, going behind the veil. And I don't know about you, but we need to enter in behind the veil. Behind the veil is the deep things of God, the the awesome things of God, the wisdom of God, the power of God. We need to get behind the veil. But this scripture is saying we can't even get into the gate. Think about it. Think about your own home. And you have that first gate. You have that gate. Some of us have that gate that you have to um, go in. You got to unlatch it before you can walk up the stairs. And then once you walk up into the stairs, you got to knock on the door before you could get into the house. And even though you may get in the house, there's other doors to the room that you cannot enter that you need access and you need permission to get into these doors. And depending on who you are, amen. Amen. Not just anybody can walk up in your house and go into every room in your house because they don't have access because they don't have access to your home. Unless they're your spouse, unless they're your children, no one has access to walk up into your house. They may can come into the gate and they may can knock on the door, but knocking on the door is as far as they can go. They have to be invited in and have permission to enter into the door and then once they're in your house you have to give them authority you have to give them access to different rooms in your house yes you can sit down in the living room yes you can go to the kitchen yes you can go into the bathroom but most of all many people who come to your house cannot go into your bedroom because why it's sacred it's personal this is my bedroom. These are my, perf- my personal belongings. This is something dear to me. Not everyone has access to your bedroom. They can go in pretty much almost every room of the house, but not your bedroom. And see, this is how God is saying that is the innermost. That is the innermost court that is behind the veil. Our bedroom in the natural is behind the veil in God's house. And many of us have not yet entered into the gate nevertheless entered inside the the court. And I need us to get this because just like we have our, we really need, if you can visualize it and think of your own earthly natural home that can help you and help you understand who you are in the kingdom and the access that you have, because you're more than what you think. He counted you worthy. And when Jesus died on the cross, he gave us access behind the veil. But there's a process. God is requiring more of us. There's a process to getting behind the veil. We have access, but we don't just have access. You think about your child. They have access to get into the gate and they got keys. to get in the house, but they need your permission to get into your bedroom. Most often like me, for me, I can't, I can't say you, I don't know, but for me, my bedroom is off limits. My daughter would have to say, mommy, can I go into your room and get something? So as God being our heavenly father, getting behind the veil, we have to get that access. So in this Psalms, it's saying, enter into the gate with thanksgiving. Too many of the people of God are standing outside of the gate because we refuse to be grateful. We refuse to give thanks to God for what we have. We're murmuring and we're complaining like God owe us something because something didn't go the way we wanted it to go. Why are we behind the gate when we supposed to be behind the veil? Too many of us are operating below our potential. Too many of us are operating outside of the authority that God has delegated to us because we don't want to be thankful. I don't want to say thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. I don't want to say thank you for what I do have. I may not have everything that I want, but you gave me enough. We can't say thank you. In this scripture, this Psalm is saying you enter into the gate with thanksgiving. And then there's another step to get into the door. So now we're in the gate. You done, you done gave thanks to God. You woke up this morning. You said, you know what, Lord, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for clothing me in my right mind. Thank you for giving me strength. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Now to get into the courts, to get into the door, the Bible saying you enter into his courts with praise, now you got to go into worship. Lord, you're just awesome. I can't just thank you. You more than you. I, I want to give you more than thanks today. I want to just honor you. I just want to worship you because you are excellent. You are marvelous. You are awesome in all of your ways. Lord, I couldn't have did it without you. I couldn't have made it this far without you. You deserve the glory. You deserve the honor. You deserve the worship. Lord, I worship you today. Oh, Robo. I just want to worship you. Now you're behind the courts. Now you're positioning yourself to get behind the veil. And I tell you the truth from experience, when you take that moment and you go into a deep worship with God, before you know it, you will be in a place that you know not. And in the spirit is called the place called there. Because once you offer up your things given unto God and you begin to ignite that fire within you and then you take your thanks a little further and you begin to worship and you begin to pray. Some of us stop. There's some of us who have yet to give thanks to God and then you wondering why you're suffering and you are wondering why things are not going right for you. But then there's some of us who just stop at giving thanks. It's more to it. It's more to it, family. You got to offer up your thanks, and then you got to go into worship and you got to go into praising God. So then once you give thanks to God and then you start worshiping and praising God, and then you begin to yield to the Holy Spirit of God, you will begin to activate and go behind the veil. And you will be like, how did I get here? How did I know this? How did I know to go right? How did I know to go right? How did I know to stop at this point? How did I know? You will begin to have this wisdom and this revelation throughout the day. God will begin to release morsels of of his beauty upon you. His glory will just rest upon you because you took the time to give thanks. And then you took it a little further and you went into praise and you took it a little further and you went into worship and then you activated the Holy Spirit of God who is now leading you, who's now guiding you through the day. You're activating angels on assignment because you had the heart to say, Lord, Lord, I thank you this morning. There is a power in being thankful. Let me read Philippians 4, 6, 7. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God and the peace of God. See, this is what we don't understand. Some of us ain't got no peace because we have yet to say thank you. Let me read this again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God in the peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding shall keep you, shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. You're all over the place. You're emotional. Your mind is this way. Your mind is that way. You ain't got no peace because you ain't say thank you. The word of God is effective. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is moving. The word of God is alive. What seems to be the problem then? It's us. And we have to be accountable and say, you know what? I was too busy to say thank you today. I was too busy to give you thanks for what you have done. I, I forgot to give you thanks for what you already brought me out. God, sometimes we are looking for God to do something. And God is like, I'm still waiting for you to glorify me for the last thing I did. You ain't really worship me. You gave me a little oh. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. And that was it. But did you really labor and worship and labor and prayer? Like, God, you showed up for me. God, you you moved in mighty ways. You moved. You shifted. You, you just shifted the atmosphere for me, Lord. You didn't have to do it. I worship you. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you didn't have to do what you did. You could have left me out there. You could have left me stranded. You could have left me in this situation, but you didn't, Lord. And I'm giving you glory. And God is looking for that. Give thanks. It's throughout scripture. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. He's looking for our thanksgiving. He don't have to do nothing. Jesus paid it all on the cross. If Jesus decided not to move in neither one of our lives, it is finished. It is finished. Everything that needed to be done was done on Calvary. But yet God is still moving each and every day of our lives on our behalf. And we can't say thank you. We, we can't say thank you. Mm. Psalms 95. Let's come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him. Like David is like, if you're going to come into the presence of God, stop. don't come in here with your requests. Don't come with your complaining. Don't come with your attitude. Don't come with your bitterness. Come into his presence with thanksgiving. Lord, you're awesome. And I thank you for loving me in spite of me. Lord, that could have turned out a complete different way. You know my mouth, Lord. You know my attitude. You know I got a quick temper, Lord, but you turned that. thing. Lord, I thank you because I was wrong today. Lord, you, you kept my feet from slipping. I should have fell, but I, I didn't, Lord, because you, you love me. Thank you. Lord, I could have woke, I could have not woke up this morning. So many passed away in their sleep or so many in their sick bed. But not me. I got the activity of my limbs. I'm walking around. I'm talking. Lord, thank you. So many of us are just complaining about what ain't right. That we don't give glory to God for what is. And what is hindering your breakthrough is your thank you. Oh, I like that. That kind of rhymed. <laughs> What's hindering your breakthrough is your thank you. Amen. And we got to give honor to God. And we really got to recognize, you know what? I'm slipping on the thank you. Because can we keep it real? Because ain't nobody got time to be phony, right? Can we keep it real? Like, how many of you want to do something for somebody and then they just walk away like you had to do it? Like, I guess that's what I was supposed to do. How would that really make you feel when you went out of your way to do something to make sure somebody have? Especially our children's mothers and our fault. Come on. Come on. Let's be honest. When you do something for your children and then they don't show you the gratitude and appreciation, it make you feel some type of way. Like, I ain't have to do that. I didn't break your phone. I didn't break your game. I didn't run down your sneakers. But I'm buying you a new one. Can I get some thank you? Ain't nothing like you doing something for your children and they don't appreciate it. It hurt. It hurt and it hinders you from wanting to do something else. Am I right or am I right? You don't want to do nothing. Like, you know what? I'm not doing another thing for you. You break your phone, you paying for it. But instead, we serve a God that constantly on a daily basis he's doing new things he's giving us new things he's providing in new ways where we don't deserve it we messed up we spent the money we shouldn't we we screwed up but yet he's showing up and showing out for us and you don't think he's sitting up here like you can't say thank you the only difference between God and us is that he don't have the heart to say I ain't gonna help you no more we serve a God that every time we fall and every time we mess up, and every time we fall short, and every time we miss them up, he right there with his arms open, ready to help again, and again, and again. And this is why it's so important that you be grateful and have a heart of gratitude because God don't owe us nothing. God don't owe us, owe us nothing. And he deserves a thank you. And you wouldn't believe the release in the spirit that would take place when you shift your heart and begin to be grateful for what God is doing in your life. Being grateful for the people in your life. Yes, there's a lot going on around us. There's a lot we can complain about, but why? It's not going to change nothing. Your thank you is going to change something. Your praise is going to change something. Your worship is going to change something. Your attitude ain't doing jack but causing more problems. Don't nobody want to be around you. You got attitude. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> Attitudes don't do nothing. Anger don't do nothing. But when you have a heart of gratitude and you have a heart of thanksgiving. And you have a heart to just really want to please God. Everything shifts. Everything shifts. The word of God, it's the will of God for us to give thanks. So that is that is something that would bring pleasure to him. And when you begin to be thankful, even when you especially, especially in the moments when you could complain. Especially in those moments. When it hurt the most. When it hurt the most. Like, man, this happened to me. That happened to me. It is those moments that you look And 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 you look for something good to say. And I said all those looks because sometimes you got to look real hard. (laughs) Sometimes you got to look real hard for something good to say when you hurt and when your heart is broken and things is all messed up. you be like, man, really? Okay, Lord. All right, Lord, you woke me up. Okay, Lord, I still got my job, Lord. Okay, okay, I still got a roof over my head. You got to really meditate on what you do have. Because the enemy would love to steal what's on the opposite side of your thank you. The enemy would really love to steal that blessing, to steal that joy, to steal that new opportunity that new job that new whatever it is that's on the other side of your thing for you the enemy would love to take it from you so if he can keep you in a posture of complaining in a posture of being bitter and angry and just nasty and just rude you ain't gotta be rude so many times I bump into so many rude people and i be all bubbly in the morning like hey good morning and people be having an ugly face like who are you don't talk to me Like, it's unnecessary to be like that. Like, it's really unnecessary to be like that. You don't got to be like that because you don't know what blessing you just missed up on being nasty and being rude and being mean. It don't pay. It don't pay to be mean. It don't pay to be nasty. Give thanks in every situation, no matter how bad it is, no matter how bad it is. And it is a lot easier said than done. And that's why you got to practice it. You got to practice that thing because there's many opportunities to have an attitude. I'm not in the mood. Wait till I have my coffee or whatever it is that you say. That's what I say. (laughs) But there's many opportunities for us to be mean and for us to be mood or for us to be in a mood. But we have to shift that and change that because we ain't being, that's not where our blessings coming from. It's not. And when we begin to have a heart to want to worship God in a way that we offer up the sacrifice Because sometimes it's a a sacrifice. You know, a sacrifice is yielding something that you really want. And sometimes you really want to be in a mood. And sometimes you really want to have an attitude. And you really want to be mad. Offer that up as a sacrifice unto God. And give him thanks. And be kind. And be nice to those that are around you. And watch the Lord begin to move on your behalf in ways that you cannot explain. I'm telling you most of our blessings are being hindered because we have yet to say thank you. Like I would encourage you to read Psalms 100. Just read it. You enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. And I really want you as you read reading it to think about your home and think about who has access and who don't and what they have to do to gain access And what God is saying, and you want to get close to me. You want to see my power. You want to see my glory. You want to see me move on your behalf. Enter into my gate with thanksgiving. Get into my court with praise. Be led by the Holy Spirit. And you will see me face to face. And I know you may be saying it don't take all that. I don't got time for all that. I don't feel like all of that. Well, if you ain't got time, God ain't got time. Because there's more he's requiring of us. We have to do our part too. And we go through hoops and all of these things for other people, but we can't do it for God. We expect him to just fix everything and we don't offer nothing. I don't know what relationship you could do nothing and expect everything. It don't work like that. A relationship take two people. And this is where you could differentiate religion from relationship. Because when you're in religion, you think God's supposed to do everything for you and you ain't got to do nothing. Religion will really have you thinking all, all messed up. But relationship? When you're in a relationship with your Heavenly Father? Okay, what, what do I got to do to put a smile on your face? What I got to do to be pleasing in your sight? Because I want this relationship to last. I want you just as much as you want me. So I want to do what's pleasing in your sight. That's what we do for relationships we want to keep. Right? You want to keep that girl. You want to keep that dude. You want to do whatever you got to do to please that person. Because you value the relationship. God is looking for us to value the relationship. What are you willing to sacrifice for him? He's not asking for much. All I'm asking you is lay down that anger. Lay down that bitterness. Give me a thank you and a hallelujah, which is the highest praise you can offer up to God. I know things ain't the way you want it to go, but it could be worse, my child. Can I get a thank you today? Can I get a thank you in the afternoon? Can I get a thank you before you lay down and go to sleep? It could be worse, family. It could be worse. And right now you may be saying, girl, it's worse. Even in that, it's not as bad. From your perspective, from your tainted earthly perspective, it may be at its worst. But from his divine perspective, you're right where he wants you to be. And I know that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow when you're hurting. Like, what do you mean this is where God want me? He chastened those he loved. And sometimes we got to go through the fire to even know that he's in the fire with us. Amen. You got to go through. You got to go through the fire to acknowledge that, you know what? I'm not in here by myself. You're going to go through the valley to recognize that he's the lily of the valley. And you got to go through them. You got to go through these trials and these storms so you can hear peace. Be still. You're right where he wants you. So offer up thanksgiving unto him, knowing that there is something beautiful on the other side of your thank you. I play this is I pray this encourages you to just open your mouth and begin to just shout out and begin to give him worship and begin to thank him. Thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and, and not with a thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. No, really, with all of your heart. Really think about what he has done for you. Really think about what he's done, how he's provided, how he's protected, how he's kept you and your children, and your, your family. Like, Just really meditate on that because there's no way you can look at your life, look at what he's brought you from, what he saved you from, what he's kept you from, and not be grateful. There's no way. There's no way. Your heart would just melt. And be like, Lord, you love me that much. Thank you. I worship you. I honor you. I give glory to your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. That thank you is going to take you a long way. So I encourage you today to know the power of thank you.